Hi, and welcome back to the Multifaceted Athlete with Coaching Lutz. I'm your host, Kelly Lutz. I am a USGA certified running and ultra running coach and certified strength and conditioning specialist. I am so excited to have you here today. We'll be talking all about running, aspects of running, strength training, and anything else that makes us humans who do sports. So let's dive right into this episode. I hope you love it. Hello, welcome back to another week of the Multifaceted Athlete. To be honest, I wasn't sure if I was going to be recording this week, but while I was lifting at the gym this morning, inspiration struck and I thought of something I actually wanted to talk about because as if you listened last week, I'm not talking about my injury anymore for a bit because I'm annoyed by talking about it. Anyway, so what I want to talk about is kind of an extension of pieces of what I've talked about in the past couple of weeks in that it revolves around Parker Valby, who she just won the NCAA championships, uh, D1 championships, cross country. And she, I listened to her interview with Sidious Mag this morning, and this is why this topic came up and with conversations with some of my friends. And it's about cross training. So if you're unaware Parker Valby has a very unconventional style of training, especially for a college cross-country runner at the D1 level, or any level really, in that she does pretty low running mileage, again, for a cross-country runner in college, and uh, the rest of her training is cross-training. So in her interviews, she, one, she doesn't know specifics, which is kind of refreshing, but she guesses that the max that she's run during a week is around 30 miles a week. And if you're listening, you might be like, that is still a lot. It is a lot. But in, you know, college cross country land, that's not a lot. So for reference, when I was running cross country in college, and I would say we were more of a, on the low side from uh, friends I've talked to who also ran cross country in college, but my peak week, and this could also be because I only ran for two years, but I don't know how much variation there was between uh, what we got during the summer as runners. Anyway, my peak week was 70, 70 miles. I did that once. My typical week was usually somewhere in the 50s or 60s, so 30 miles a week is pretty low. But that being said, Parker supplements those running miles with a lot of cross training. And on the Sidious Mag interview this morning. Well, it didn't come out this morning. I was listening this morning. She was describing a typical week where they don't have a race on the weekend. And to get an idea of like, what does she actually do when she says she runs two to three days a week, which max is 30 miles and the rest is cross training. So what she said is typically Monday, She'll do cross-training double, so cross-training twice in one day. Tuesday would be a run workout. Wednesday was cross-training, only a single session. Thursday would depend on what they're doing Saturday, but it was usually a run workout or just a run. And Friday, another cross-training double, so two cross-training sessions. Saturday would be either a run workout or cross-training or a day off. And Sunday, depending on what they did Saturday, would be cross-training or a day off. So she's got one day off and my estimates 
based on what she said. She said for cross training sessions, they usually max out at about 60 to 70 minutes. If it was replacing a long run, she would go for 90 minutes. So using that uh, and with how many sessions of cross training she does across the week, I'm guessing she does roughly around four to six hours of cross training with two to five hours of running per week, which is about six to 11 hours total of training per week. And I'm not sure if when she says cross training, she's strictly talking about aqua jogging, uh, the arc trainer, or if she's including strength training in that as well, because I know that she does strength train. Um, So if she is not including strength training, then that is additional time on top of those six to 11 hours. But why I wanted to talk about this is something I was thinking about this past week when I (laughs) made a decision on Friday not to go do my strength session. So originally last week I was supposed to do strength or I was planning to do strength Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. So it was always separated by a day in between um, and then on the days in between were my run days and... Part of the reason is Friday, I wanted to try a back-to-back run, and it also snowed here in Denver, so I didn't want to leave my house, and it was the day after Thanksgiving, so I was a little tired from being social. So anyway, I had two options, really, in this scenario. One was just cut my losses and do two strength workouts for the week, um, or two push my Friday strength to Saturday and do back-to-back strength sessions on Saturday, Sunday. And that's what I chose to do. And you you might be like, how does this relate to what you were talking about with Parker Valby? I promise you it, it relates. So the reason I went with option two was one, I made a commitment to myself that I wanted three strength workouts in the week and I made the decision not to go on Friday. So I have to deal with those consequences and I'm not running at a high volume right now so I knew it wouldn't like be detrimental to do two strength sessions back to back and I wanted to test out how it felt to do strength back to back because I haven't done that since I was doing like bodybuilder workouts when I worked at Bally's Total Fitness which was I don't know 2014 2015 um And that's when I was primarily lifting. So I was doing like five days of lifting a week. So obviously you have back-to-back days. But these were back-to-back full body days because that's what I do in my strength workouts now uh, to incorporate it with my running. So I was using it as just kind of a tester. How does this feel? How does my body react? How does it feel going into day two when I just lifted yesterday and my first day of lifting uh, on Saturday before the Sunday lift was um, my heavier day because I was doing deadlifts, which is usually my heaviest exercise in strength world. So it was kind of just like an experiment. And then I was thinking winter is a great time to do experiments on yourself. And that might sound kind of weird. But what I mean by that is experimenting with like I was doing, if you're shifting around days, how does that feel? How does your body respond? How do you recover? Um, And then in terms of bringing it back to Parker Valby, could be a great time to experiment with more cross training and less running and seeing how you feel in your running, how it helps your running, how maybe it doesn't help your running, depending on who you are, um, how you feel like in your running performances with more cross training and just experimenting in that way. I also think 
this Parker talking about this is really cool because there are some runners who can't run high mileage and she is showing obviously Parker has immense talent underneath all of this but she's showing that you can perform at a high level without running high mileage um and I think that just goes back into like figuring out what works for you and experimenting and winter is a great time to do that and I also think that thinking about Parker's cross training in relation to running is if you're someone who maybe you haven't tried higher volume running yet but you're curious about it but you're like a little nervous because you don't want to get injured or whatever um it could be good to start adding in more cross training to ease your body into the higher training load and then slowly shifting cross training to running to see how your body responds um because i think this is good it's like a little less stressful to go from for example if you're running five hours a week with no cross training and your goal maybe is like you want to increase to eight hours of running these are arbitrary numbers they don't mean anything so please don't take anything from them but instead of going from five hours of running to eight hours of running even if you do that over uh, a matter of weeks uh, many many weeks because obviously you wouldn't want to do that one week to the next without ramping up to it but it could be a good way to ease into it to go from five hours of running to maybe like five hours of running two hours of cross training and increasing your cross training to get to the eight hours of training and then slowly converting some of the cross training to running so that you your body will be your body and schedule will be used to the higher training uh hours because that is part of the battle can i fit in these extra hours where do i fit in these extra hours that works best for me and then you can slowly increase your running to see where is my limit in what i can deal with uh mileage or volume wise for running because for most of us there is a point where you know we're running a certain miles or certain volume per week and past that point we're just either really run down we tend to get more injured anything like that and if you talk to many runners they kind of if they've been past that point they know where that point is um so yeah that's I don't really have much to say today, <laughs> but I did want to get that out there as another option. I know that myself on this podcast, JK and I on Lifting Running Living, we talked a lot about winter training options, why it's so hard, um, what are some good things to focus on if you want something to focus on, but I don't know if we talked much about experimenting with different like training schedules, training modalities other than obviously like adding in winter sports because this is the time of year to do so. So yeah, I think it was really cool just listening to Parker Valby because obviously she is really good at running and she basically does her running on or her hard running on her run days and then supplements with the cross training. And yeah, I think cross training can be great. So if you have wanted to add in more training volume, but you're nervous about adding in more running just because of the impact and how your body might respond, try adding in more cross training. If nothing else, maybe you'll find an activity you like to do like biking, swimming, something like that. Or, you know, most cross training, it is tougher to get your heart rate as high as you would on a run. 
and that's not for all modes of cross training, but it can be good to get more lower intensity work in terms of heart rate zones. Um, so if nothing else, you could be adding in more Z1, Z2 work where maybe on runs you struggle to stay in that range. So yeah. And one last note, if you do want to test out different training schedules over this winter or at any time, one thing that I know I've mentioned before, but I'm going to mention it again, you have to give it more than a week in order to see if it works. The first week in my experience usually is one of the toughest, especially depending on what you're changing. So like if you're adding in more training, the first week will probably, you'll probably feel more tired because you're not used to that level of activity, you know? Um, or like, for example, my backpack lifting days, that didn't feel great because I'm not used to it. But just if you're testing out anything, don't make any decisions after the first week. Give it, I would say, like a month or so to see if it actually works. And obviously, like if you're feeling run down week after week after week, it's probably not working or you're probably not eating enough if you're adding in more volume and you're feeling run down. So make sure that in changing things in your training schedule, you are changing things outside of your training schedule to support the changes you're making within your training schedule. And yeah, so today, very short episode, but I did want to get this out as it is top of mind. And next week, I will have a guest interview for you. So it should be a very fun episode I can't tell you what's on it yet because we aren't recording until Thursday and today is Tuesday, so TBD, but I'm really excited and yeah, I sent out, um, I sent out, I posted a story on Instagram asking for questions about creating an annual plan as it relates to running and training, so there will be an episode about that coming up, but yeah, that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed this short episode. Hopefully it's a little easier to fit into your day. I know podcast episode cues, I have a deep one and it is kind of stressful looking at the long episodes that I have yet to listen to. So hopefully this is refreshing for you. And if nothing else, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Hopefully you enjoyed some part of it. Anyway, I'll talk to you next week. Have a good Wednesday or whatever day you're listening to this. Bye. That's a wrap on this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening to this. If you like this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review everything you do for podcasts wherever you listen to them. It helps me out immensely and helps other people find the show and just spread my message. And if you haven't already, connect with me on Instagram or TikTok at Coaching Klutz. You can also find me at my website, coachingklutz.com, if you're looking for my coaching services or any of my running programs. And I will talk to you all next time. 